For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Welcome to WCW Retro. I'm your host this evening, Papa Stro, the Maestro of Wrestling. Great to have you guys with us once again. Uh, just gonna be a special night tonight because we're gonna be talking some of our favorite debuts over the years, some of our favorite wrestling personalities, and I can't wait to dive into that discussion with you guys right here. It's gonna be a good time. I can feel it in WCW Retro. The place to be. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling. There's so much more. You never know who's going to call in. Tap the fun. It's the Wild Wild West of Podcasts right here on uh, VOCNation.com. And speaking of VOCNation.com, enjoy all our great programming on VOCNation.com. In the room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, wrestling with History every Wednesday night with uh, Bruce Wart, Ken Resnick, and uh, Bill Apter. Of course, WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we've got Wrestling with Problems, uh, Briscoe and Big Ace, uh, Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, plus all of our great podcasts you can enjoy right here on VOCNation.com. Just go to VOCNation.com and look for the scheduled times and dates of your favorite VOCNation.com podcast. And support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. And buy your favorite VOC Nation 
t-shirt today, including one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly, Papa Stro, the four faces of Stro. So check it out. Uh, also, uh, I have merchandise on sale on my merchandise page, uh, thestro.com slash merchandise. New Papa Ween merchandise is on sale now. We're going to be celebrating Papa Ween throughout the month of October. So now is your chance to get your Papa Ween merch right now. Uh, all ages, including pets. So go to thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com slash merchandise to get your Papa Ween merch today. And if you'd like to donate to yours truly, Papa Stro, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. And thank you for those who have already donated to me. Much love and appreciation for that. But if you'd like to donate to me, Papa Stro, send it to my PayPal at paypal.me. M is Mary, E is E slash Papa Stro. And all together, that's paypal.me slash Papa Stro. And thank you in advance for your support. If you'd like to be a special guest on coming episode of WCW Retro, hit me up. Email at wcwretro at yahoo.com. Give you some exposure, if you will, on WCW Retro. Also, I'm taking bookings. TV, wrestling, film, uh, voiceover, commentary, seminars, conventions, uh, charities, radio interviews, television commercials, uh, you name it. I do a lot these days. Uh, Special appearances, autograph signings, you name it. Hit me up, strofoya at yahoo.com, S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. All together, strofoya at yahoo.com. And let's talk business. And, yes, I have started doing commentary for Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, I started this past weekend. It was great seeing uh, everybody there at Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment. Had a good time. Uh, I got some events I'll be doing commentary coming up. And I'll keep you guys posted in the next couple months. Uh, so for what the latest from Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment, go to shockwavewrestlingentertainment.com. And also you can go to Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment on Facebook as well. Uh, shout out to uh, Masters of Ring Entertainment at mastersofringentertainment.com. Fishing with Special Friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com. Uh, friends in the Maritimes area in Canada, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. Find out what they're up to on their Facebook, facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. I have a new horror movie coming out possibly towards the end of the year called Stench of Iniquity, which I'll be starring as an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. And you can check out updates at their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stench of Iniquity. Also, I have a premiere coming up for a film, which I'll be starring as Dr. Arkhamen, The Devil's Daughter, The Harlequin Origin Story, which uh, you can uh, check out October 30th in its premiere at the Golden Ticket Cinemas Twin in Lenore, North Carolina. And for more information, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Daughter. And I'll be on set later on this season for the fourth season of the Dust Series, which I currently star as the Chief. And to catch up on all three seasons of the Dust Series, go to their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash D-U-S-K Series. And for social media, my official website is thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com, merchandise, thestro.com slash merchandise, Facebook, at Stro the Maestro, Twitter, at Sign Stro, Instagram, at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel 
at youtube.com slash stromaestro. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash realpapastro. And with that, we'll take a first commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be talking greatest and favorite debuts in wrestling. And deleting the commercial, we'll be playing some, uh, let's, let's go into some Sting. <laughs> right. Uh, be back in a few minutes, folks. Stick with us. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Hito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOT Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa Stroh here. Great to have you with us. And tonight we're talking greatest and favorite debuts in wrestling history. And I uh, can't wait for the talk about it. You callers here tonight. And which you can call in any time during tonight's live WCW Retro podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And let's get to the callers, shall we? All right, and I believe it's my man Evasion Velvet. Is this you, my brother? Yes, it is, sir. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am Welcome here. Back. Hey, oh, here. I needed this today. I needed this today. It was a rough day, but I needed this right now. Oh, yes. I'm with you, brother. You, you and me both. <laughs> let's, let's get I'm it on. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's. Oh, last night was great. Oh gosh, uh, oh, it was Popkosis. great. It was a good. It was good. It was it was funny. We roasted her pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my ribs! Poor Granny's never going to be the same again. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, it's tremendous, but, man. Uh, it was. It was. It, you know what? And and she took it like a trooper. I have to give her that. She sure she did. Stayed the whole time and took it like a trooper. She knew she was going to get it, so it's all good. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, happy yeah, birthday, I'm, by the way, the Granny Holster. <laughs> yeah, Sunday's her birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yes. Right on. Right. Yeah, tonight, greatest and favorite debuts through the years of your favorite wrestling personalities. You got any uh, yeah. that come to mind? I'm that, ready. That I'm ready. Years? I'm ready. Yes. When Magnum TA showed up. In the Mid Atlantic area. Oh he yeah. Just lost. He just lost the North American heavyweight title. Came right. in first day on the job. He wrestles Wahoo McDaniel in a steel cage for the U.S. title. It was a whole hour show, and that match mm-hmm. took up the whole hour. And Magnum T.A. won the title. Oh man, what a match that was too. What and a match that was. That was like one of the. One of the best debuts for me, being that wrestling was starting starting to change right there, and mm-hmm. in that era of NWA to WCW, and it was perfect right. timing to bring him in. Perfect timing. So, oh. I mean, that was that was the smartest move. Some whoever whoever 
fought to get him there did the right thing. Right. At that point in time. Right. God, I mean, he was, when he ran the scene, he was huge. Oh, my goodness. He, listen, if they they only knew back then, uh, today, what they knew, what, what happened back then, talk about a pop. Wahoo McDaniels in the ring holding the title and waiting to see who he's going to wrestle. And Magnum T.A. comes out. That pop for that crowd was as big as CM Punk's pop. God, electric. It was. It is. It makes your skin crawl, man. It does for me because it's just, you know, those those are the moments you can't forget from your childhood. And well, I was a little older than by then, but still. I was continuing right. to watch it from four, watching it from four to the day. So that's fifty years I've been watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that was one of my that was one of my ultimate favorites. Now there were some other oh, funny yeah. ones, but you know. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. You know. You, you, you remember when the American Star? You remember when the American Starship made their debut? It oh, was yeah. uh, Dance Dance Five and Scott yes. Hall. But yep. Yep. <laughs> that was funny. And, oh, and that was back goodness. when Scott Hall looked like um, Tom Selleck from Magnum P.I. Yeah, he had a little, little stash going on, you know. Right. <laughs> the curly hair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He is all loaded with hair all over his chest. But it was what what by then it was proportioned right. Not like when he became Razor <laughs> Ramon where it was like everywhere. But, um, yeah, he, he, he was, dude, he looked the part. Now, you got to realize, when he was in AWA, you know, long before all of this happened, he was the mm-hmm. guy. You know, they right. were trying to get him to be, groom him to be the next uh, AWA champion. And, That's you know, right. he had to go That's through right. some routines. He went through some people and this and that. And then I, I can't remember if he got injured or he left the territory for a hot minute and came back. I can't re- totally remember what happened with that. But right. I remember, I remember he had disappeared for, for a little bit, uh, but showed back up. Mm-hmm. But by then, yeah. he was already out of that picture. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think we're being, we're being joined by Special uh, Steve. Yeah. Steve, how's it going, sir? Oh, it's going all right. Just uh, uh, got out of class today. Really. I didn't know what everyone's calling. Uh, it's a good topic, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're back. You're back. We're getting some static. I know. That's weird. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear us? I can now. Okay. What the heck is going on? Yeah. It's it's Doctor John and the alien. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, a, a retro Star Trek movie. Kirk, <laughs> Captain Kirk, and the communicate with uh, Spock. Mm-hmm. I'm mess you up somehow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. I'm gonna see if I can. If, if 
if it's on my end. I got to look around real quick. I don't think it is, but I'm gonna look around here and see what's going on with my hey, browser. I, I just put in my uh, earbuds, and so I should sound better now. I live on. I, sometimes I'm on speaker when I call in, but I'm really when I'm not talking. But I'm on uh, right earbuds now. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, let me yeah, see. Greatest and favorite debuts through the years. Uh, do you have any that that come to mind? Yeah, the Kane uh, debut, Bad Blood. Uh, what, 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 which 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 debut was that Bad Blood again? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. It was uh, Kane's debut, October fifth, nineteen ninety. Kane, yes. Kane, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bad blood in your Yeah, what did they? We ripped the door off the cage. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. And we uh, had two sons in the after uh, uh, holding them up. Like that. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty impactful uh, debut. And Paul Bear hyping them up for a month prior to that. And then uh, the big reveal of this man yelling, that's got to be changed. Probably one of the best uh, wrestling dudes ever. Right, right. Yeah, that yeah, that was pretty amazing. And he was a beast. And uh, gosh, Michael, the uh, the win in that home cell match, and after he was getting slaughtered by Nick Yeah, uh-huh. what a match that was. Let's take her in uh, HBK, man. Yeah, and. Uh, Mankind had to try to top it in '98. Both uh, the first two saw matches are pretty legendary. Ah! Wow! wow. <laughs> Sounds like a storm. <laughs> Electrical storm going on. Goodness gracious. This is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, do, do, you, do you remember the uh, Oz, the Oz debut? With, with, uh, Kevin Nash and uh, Jeff Stone? Beat it! Hang on one second. Okay. How about now? Yay. Any special? Yay. I think it's I think it's on Steve's then. I'm about to let him know. Oh. Yikes. Hey, Steve, I think the status that, on your end, buddy. No, I, I, That's weird. I mean, I'm wearing my earbuds. Yeah. Because I, I, te- I just tested it out, and it seemed like it was coming here. I don't know. You, you sound better now. We're not get, well... <laughs> don't jig yourself, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't jig myself. Uh, well, uh, yeah, you remember Oz with Kevin Nash and uh, Sullivan? Oh, yeah. The Oz they would do with Kevin, yeah. Jeez. And he, and he literally wore the, like, Oz outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, uh, yeah. 
I was, I was uh, looking up Oz, as you mentioned them, and uh, there's an article where Nash talked about Oz being uh, popular in Japan, which is pretty interesting. Uh, I think that did see a picture of uh, Oz and Juice Liger in this attack being the one point. Yeah. So it's funny, like, um, people kind of laugh at Oz, but for some reason, uh, Kevin Nash is popular over there, which is pretty cool. I didn't do it, Captain. What? Do you remember the um, uh, Chris Champion and Sean Royal, the team from the future? Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the name of the team? Dag Comet. Oh. You talking about the new breed? The new breed. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like that breed. tag team. I really did like yeah. them as a tag team. They were the team from the future. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I loved every bit of it. That was great. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, I, I kind of missed them when they disappeared, you know? Yeah. It was kind of... kind of dopey, actually. When they left, yeah. their tag teams were all injured at that time, and they were keeping everything yeah. afloat. Yeah, that's right. And I that's think right. the men that Express had left for a short minute because of contractual stuff, and then they came mm-hmm. back. And I know Robert was God, Robert was injured. That's when Ricky was uh, basically by himself for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was crazy. That's Steve-O, then, for real. I can't hear a word. No, no, no. I was on mute. I don't know what's going on. I saw okay. I was on mute. No. Is there a storm Damn going on over here? Damn it, mean? No. No. I don't know what's going on. No, I don't either. Because I, I, I tried it with just uh, Velvet and I talking. It, it, I mean, I didn't get the static. And then what I'm Okay. Okay. Yeah, just try try that too. Yeah. We'll we'll wait for you. Uh, oh boy. Yikes. Oh wow. Let there be light. Do you know who was, <laughs> do you know who was a funny Yeah Lord. You know who was a funny debut? It was, was when uh was when Boogie got run out of town and came back as downtown Charlie Brown. Or Charlie Brown from out of town. From out of town, baby. From out of town. Yeah, I like that. Was funny as all get up. (laughs) Oh, it was. It was great, man. Oh, oh man. And and poor, poor, poor freaking um, Jim, uh, uh, Gary Hart was, yo, no. You may play me by a fool, but I know the boogie woogie man when I see one. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that's boogie that, that woogie was, under that mask. <laughs> that's right up there with the Midnight Rider and the Yellow Dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But it was so funny. Gary Hart was sick, man. He was like, 
I know that's him. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I, and then, how, you remember when they did the uh, uh, switcheroo where they put somebody else in the mask and Boogie came out like behind, you know, behind yeah, and showed it wasn't him. Showed it wasn't him, but he had somebody else in that mask that looked like him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, they did the same thing so to Mr. R. Mr. R. With Tommy oh yeah, Rich. that's right. That's right. Yeah, the trip to the and it was Brad Armstrong. He won the, I think, the national yep. championship. Yeah, yeah, it was the national title. Yep, that was funny yeah. too. And, and, oh, and Tommy goodness. Rich was at ringside waving him. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Another another good re- another good return was when Wahoo came back after his broken leg, and you know Greg Valentine was wearing the shirt I broke Wahoo's leg. Mm-hmm. That was a huge feud after that. He came back. Yes, it was. He had he had been out for a few months and came back, and man, I'm gonna tell you what, they were ripping skin off each other. <laughs> yeah. Man, brutal. Speaking of returns, uh, we have okay. to return to the Skype, call, the Skype caller. So this could be anybody. Uh-oh. So Ask Brian. He's still looking for Kyle. <laughs> Let's see if it's Brian. Brian, it's, it's Brian. you, sir. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Who are we speaking with? Hello. Hello. Ah, that's Brian. He's looking for Kyle. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> You're looking for Kyle still, buddy? <laughs> he ain't here tonight, bro. I sent him your way. He's supposed to uh, fry you some eggs and fix you some dinner. You're fixing some dinner? No, he's supposed to oh, fry you some eggs and fix you some dinner. I sent him oh, your way. Okay. Okay. Oh, what? Mm. Fresh, okay, fresh buddy. Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I do that a lot. I do that sometimes. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Tonight we're talking about the, some of the greatest and favorite de- debuts in wrestling history through the years. So, you, you got any that stick out in your mind? You'd like to share? Yeah. I, yeah, I've got. Uh, I've got one, uh, and I I got to tell you. Uh, uh, you know, I've been watching wrestling my whole life, and I, I got to say, CM Punk's AEW Rampage debut was by far one of the greatest debuts I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that that was definitely happening. Oh, it was. I I mean, uh, you know, Did when you somebody you get CM Punk no, ice cream bar. No, we okay. got. Uh, the people in attendance that was pretty cool though. You know on you know on eBay those things are selling for like two hundred dollars a piece to wrapper. Oh my goodness. I'm in the wrong bi- I'm yeah. in the wrong business, bro. It's, it's wild yeah, right? it's, it's crazy, but uh I'll tell you what so, though, it's, uh it's like it's Steve you know, I uh uh-huh. I tell hey, Steve, I'll tell you what though. What, isn't good now? Oh, okay. I'm just see if Steve's yeah. mic yeah, I was okay. just myself. I didn't know what was going on, but I do agree with Brian that CM Punk debut was great. I think he had one of the best 
uh, crowd reactions I've seen since his uh, 2011 match with John Cena in Chicago. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, Steve, you sound a lot a lot better. We, we're not getting that static anymore. You sound a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, I I do I did want to mention though, though out there uh, for anybody out there who is you know downgrading the debut, you know, like one particular person did, but I'm not gonna mention I'm not gonna mention their name because you know they they uh, they did it in a way you know where they looked at it from their side of the. Yeah, and they had their own opinion and stuff, which you know I respect that, and I like this person and that kind of stuff. But anyway, uh, you know, Jim Cornette even played the debut, and that that made me about sad when I when I heard Jim Cornette praise the debut. But I was like, man, I was like, that's amazing, you know. But because uh, you know Jim Cornette, you know he usually. You know, he used the craps on a lot of stuff, you know, but, uh, you know, when he even praised that, you know, I was like, man, I was like, that's, that's, you know, really got some uh, head turning, you know, but, uh, you know, the, the thing about it is, though, you know, I don't really care what Roman Reigns said in an interview saying that, uh, saying that CM Punk never moved the, uh, Needle or got over like him and uh, John Cena, and, and he said that uh, he went on to say that John Moxley, when he was in WWE as Dean Ambrose, that he wasn't uh, he that he could have been a big star, but he wouldn't have ever been a big star like like he was. And I was like, okay, but I think Roman Reigns is just playing up his heel character that he has to has to portray and has to do, so you know more. As as a friend of mine used to say, the Sheik of Arabia used to say, "More power to them, so more power to Roman Reigns." If you know whatever place he goes, you know. Yep. Um, yeah, that was definitely happening with the Punk debut for sure. One one that sticks to my mind that you know we we I, you know we have to talk about this one was uh, the. Debut of Y2J to WWE with The Rock, man. That was pretty huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that, uh, that really, you know, when The Rock was out there and he was talking, and as big as a star as The Rock, the Rock is and Rock was at that time in WWE, and he was out there talking, and then to be cut off and interrupted, I mean, by Chris Jericho's countdown, Visa in the new millennium coming in, and <laughs> that that was unbelievable. I mean, that 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 was amazing. You know, I, I gotta I gotta get props for that too. You, you got any more that yeah. stick in your mind, Robert? <laughs> uh, let's see. Trip down member lane, baby. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um. Uh, oh, when uh, this is probably older than everybody here. Um, you may remember it if you were a kid. <laughs> I remember when uh-huh. the, the mighty e- I remember when the mighty Igor showed up in Mid Atlantic with his Polish sausage. Oh yeah, he always carried the an Polish eight. sausage. Yeah. Yep. Right. 
and and before he got there, they did they reenacted it. They redid the same spot, but Boris Malenko, when he was in, I don't know if it was uh, Memphis territory or that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I forgot I forgot who burnt who put who put a cigar out in his eye. Right. Oh, it was Boris Malenko. Boris Malenko did that to him, and then they had somebody else do it. Uh, in in uh, NWA with Mid Atlantic Championship Wrestling, they did it again. Mm-hmm. They beat okay. him up. They put the they put the cigar and put the cigar out in his eye and all this. I was like, as a kid, you never see anything like that. You know, this guy comes out eating a sausage, asking everybody if they want a bite. Next thing you know, he gets jumped, he gets the crap beat out of him, and this guy's smoking a cigar and just sticks it right in his eye socket. Ah. And you're like, what just happened? <laughs> I freaked ah. out. I, I had to run get my mom. I'm like, is this guy going to be okay? <laughs> Oh my goodness! My my mom did not like wrestling. She was, I don't watch that. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I was like, good, okay, good. you just, yeah, don't care. That was one that I I well, that has been etched in my mind for a long time. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. yeah. Uh, and what about the Honky Tonk Man's debut? Honky oh Tonk yeah, Man. Honky Tonk Man. Yes, man. Came out, gets his intercontinental title right off the rip. <laughs> yeah, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And then he, and then the funny thing is he loses it in worse fashion in less than a minute to <laughs> freaking the the oh, ultimate glory. <laughs> oh my goodness! That was pretty funny hey. though. I mean, go ahead, Brian. Speaking of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, what about his memorable debut in the NWA when he joined Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert? Oh yeah, when he came at, had that title run with uh, Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was mm. pretty big. That was a good match too. It was yeah. I think Flair, Ric Flair, and Barry Windham, and against Eddie Gilbert and um, Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, that, that was real good. Mm-hmm. When did uh, as you know, I, I you know I honestly don't remember this. When did uh, Lex Luger debut for the NWA? I don't never remember seeing that. Oh, you had to ask that question. Thanks. <laughs> I, I just happened to uh, think, you know, thank you. Like, well, I ain't seen that yeah, in Florida. Now he was in Florida for a while. Matter of fact, he was Florida anyway champion there for a while. I mean, and you're talking about the, NWA Mid Atlantic. Yeah, that's when they brought him in with the Horsemen. Yeah. He first came in. Oh, so he actually debuted with the Horsemen? Yeah. Okay. He came in with the Atlanta, yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Because he replaced um, Ole Anderson. Mm-hmm. He sure did. What is what is Ole doing that now? I mean, I, I heard he's old as hell. I heard a couple in, months in back that he shape. had. Uh, I heard <laughs> I heard he had you. Well, I'm sure he does, dude. If you're eighty something years old, you would too. Getting beat around. as rough as he wrestled and as tough a guy he was, and all the crap that 
they had to work with, working 90 days straight with a concussion, probably got three on the road anyway, you know. I mean, come on, man. He was a man's man, you know. Why has why he never mentioned, though, a man the horseman? I, I'm just wondering. I know, I don't know. I, I've heard he's got a, I've heard that he has a, not a good reputation. I mean, I met Ole in person, him and him and Stan Hansen. I met both of them at the Legend Fan Fest, got a picture made when they were real nice and everything, but I don't know, I don't know what the, uh, yeah. I don't know what the whole uh, issue is with Ole and the Horseman. Because I know he wasn't inducted into the Hall of Fame either. Speaking of man's man, you remember William Regal's, uh, yeah. Oh, that was great too. That was <laughs> freaking awesome. Uh, it was awesome. That was pretty awesome. Oh my goodness. I thought um, I thought Mark I bought Mark Marrow coming in as uh, Johnny B. Bad in the WCW was yeah. was a was a good was a good in, uh, way to come in. He yeah, was that flashy. Was managed by Ted, Teddy Long was managing yeah. him. Yeah, correct. He was flashy. He came in. He was a boxer. You know all that stuff. He was doing the the, the little Richard looking thing. Let me tell you something. Right. It worked. It took off. Oh he yeah. He was popular as all get up. You know, yeah, he was from his from his debut until he decided he was going to go to WWE. I think that was his downfall. I think he should have, if he was going to do what he's doing today as a job, he should have done it when he left WCW. His his legacy as a wrestler and career was ruined in the end by WWE. He should have bailed well before that. You, you know, Van That's Hammer's my opinion. Uh, debut. Van Hammer's debut yeah, it was, yeah, me it was a lot good. of uh, uh, booze there, who's now with SmackDown, who plays uh, yeah. guitar for uh, Nakamura. Yeah. Yep. Van Hammer debuted on SmackDown? No. <laughs> no, 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 Brian. Let's talk about the comparison. Oh, Lord. Somebody help that man. Booze is with SmackDown with Nakamura. We're just talking about the similarities. Of him playing guitar. I don't watch David anymore, so I don't know who's who on what. I thought you said Van Hammer. He did. Never mind. Stop talking. Forget it. Moving on. And, and, and then, and then with uh, Man Mountain Rock, <laughs> yeah, who also did Man the Mountain Rock, deal. yeah, yes, right, he did. He, he was yeah. formerly Max Payne, uh, Cactus Jackson tag team partner in WCW. Correct. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. And then you had a Waylon Mercy coming in there. He used to be Dangerous Dan Crabbe. Yeah. Yes. Now his 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 deal was very similar to Bray Wyatt. His, his character, yeah, gimmick. I, I heard they were going to try to make him like Bray Wyatt, but that didn't happen. 
Uh, I think uh, I think um, I really think uh, what's his name uh, Elias is going to be the new Bray Wyatt. I'll, I'll I thought that, that Ryan. Huh? <laughs> I thought that was Alexa Bliss. No, she's still under the spell of the Fiend. And the spell should have been when he got fired. It should have been broken. Okay, she's still under spell because they're going to make a new fiend. They're going to keep the fiend character, and I'm telling you, I believe Elias is going to be the new fiend. That that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, right, you think right, well, we're talking about Vince McMahon? Half the crap yeah, they do is if ridiculous. If you will, right. Hey, thank you, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> oh, and this, 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 Brian, you're good. killing me, bro. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> this is getting good. <laughs> it is. Oh, oh my God. And what about, uh, let's say, trying to think of another uh, interesting debut. What about... Um, Ding dongs. What about you when the ding uh, you want a ding dongs class of champions? Ding, ding dong. with the, yeah, with the bells, kept falling oh, the boots. I've heard of them. Uh, it, who was that? That was the ding dongs. They were a mass tag team. They made a, a debut at the one of the class of champions this, uh, the night that Lex Luger turned on Ricky <laughs> Steamboat. Okay, I want I want I want I want to ask you this. Who was the Batten Twins? Okay. So uh, they're wrestlers. I know that, but who who were they? What company did they, did they work for? Because I've never seen them wrestle. They've wrestled for years, man. Oh my God! Like from World Class to Smoky Mountain to they, they were all did over they, the place. All over the territories back in the day. Was that? No, they did, were masks. They did. They were twins. They're, they look. They, they looked alike. They were twins. Were they like the? Were, were they those two oh guys? Uh, and David said with the blonde hair and had a little bitty blonde spat down at the bottom of the head. No. No, they you're, were you're thinking. Uh, you, you're th- you're thinking twins? another set of twins. You're thinking about yeah. another set of twins. No, the bat. The bat twins have been around. God <clears throat> knows. For years. Wow. <laughs> so, okay, hey, you got any more debuts we could talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell Not Brian that, that uh, I I can tell Brian that me and um oh damn it, what's his name? Ah <laughs> oh, crap! What? I'll think of it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Brian, you got any more debuts we can talk about? Uh, let me think. Uh, yeah, I got one. Uh, RVD when he was Robbie V in WCW. Oh, wow. That was a while back. Yeah, I mean, he really didn't do no dramatic debut or nothing, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I didn't hit me fast enough. Let me think about somebody. Say, uh, oh, 
Hey, uh, hey, Brian, why are you thinking? Me and Ricky okay. Starks got back together. Yeah. Now he's the champ. Isn't he the um, FTW champ now? He or is. AW? He's my new boy. And we were dating, and we broke up, and now we're dating again. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, it is. Isn't that nice, Brian? And, uh, let's see. Uh, now, I got I to gotta say this. This debut right here was one of the most... Oh, man. Celebrity-ridden, surprising debuts anybody's ever seen. When Toby Keith stopped the world and took Jeff Jarrett <laughs> and threw him over the top rope with Scott Hall in TNA. Yeah. That put a tear in my beard. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what about that what was... about old Chuck Norris when he showed up in WWE? Chuck who? Chuck Norris. Oh, Chuck Norris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, he super kicked Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. No. Yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah. I think. What about when the yeah, Rock yeah, was, yeah, when the Rock and Roll Express? Yeah. Eh? Remember, remember when Rock and Roll Express made their uh, appearance, first appearance, uh, Minute Like Wrestling, and that's when they, I think that was the night they won the titles, the World Tag Team titles from uh, the Russians, uh, Crusher Khrushchev and uh, Ivan Koloff. Ah, oh, I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. They won the NWA uh-huh. World Tag Team Championships that night. Right. Yeah. Hmm. That that was pretty big. Those guys were on hmm. fire back then. Oh, man. They were amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely back then they were on fire. Uh, you know who else snuck in early on? And one tag team. They, they, they finally beat Ricky Steamboat. And Jay Youngblood. Uh huh. I think they formed in Florida for a little bit, and then they came to Georgia Championship Wrestling first, and right. they beat all, all the tag teams up there. It was uh, uh, Jimmy Snuka and Paul Orndorff. They snuck in. Oh. They came in, and then when they hit Mid Atlantic, when they got on that show, they challenged right. them right off the rip and won the titles like. The next week, they were on TV with the titles, and they were nice. showing the clip from the match. I'm like, oh, looky here. Now, I thought wow. they were a sweet tag team. I really yeah. did. I thought they had a really good look. Both of them had around the same physique at the time, all nice and cut up, all looking good. And the way they wrestled together, the styles complemented one another during a tag team match. That's what I liked. Yeah. I just thought it worked. I thought it worked well. Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And I, oh, I no learned that another one when they rolled into when they rolled into town. You're like, hold up, man. You know, we just lost the Briscoes, and we just lost uh, a couple other teams, and then here they come out of nowhere. I was like, okay, now i got another team to look at. Nice. Of course, they were heels, but I didn't care. I was just looking I at just, the great, greatest uh, debuts, and one of them that, you know, you ain't it. Go ahead. 
When eight, no, I'm not in it. When uh, AJ Styles debuted the Rumble, remember that? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and he, and he, and he had a successful run, just got a successful run in Japan there, too. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Steve. Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, December, uh, December of 1987, Big Van Vader versus Antonio Inoki. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Uh, in Super Hall when he uh, beat Inoki in minutes. And uh, Inoki hmm. hadn't been pinned in singles uh, action in, in years up to that point. So uh right. to a riot. And uh, there was a ban on uh, New Japan and Sumo Hall until 1989. It was a big deal. Oh, yeah, that was big back then. That was huge. And, and speaking of that, that reminds me of his WCW debut against Tom Zink. Van Vader. Tom Zink. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He. Oh, he. He was. He was. He was terrifying. <laughs> so you could. <laughs> I guess you can call it Leon Whitey, and make a pun there. Uh, <laughs> Leon Leon you funny, sir. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Hey, amazing, Velvet. Hey, you know you can use, uh, you know, Google's your friend, right? Quit using Steve. Steve knows everything. You can look it up yourself. That's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, k Oh, my bad, my bad. k k Oh, my goodness. Oh man! Well, remember, Sorry, remember the bro. radicals. Remember the radicals uh, debut WWE. It was uh, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn. Yep. Yeah, that was a good group. Yeah, they came out. Bad they came out of the crowd. Oh yeah, that was a good group. It just you know then it turned dumb on on Perry Saturn, you know, and I think that messed him up mentally. That's why he was homeless for so long. After he lost his job, you know, having to do the stupid thing with the mop and the crayons and the mustard and all that other crap. You know? Anyway. Remember they were trying to make Dean Malenko like a James Bond-like James Bond like character? Yeah, I know, right? Come on, man. <laughs> hey, that's funny. <laughs> poor, poor, poor man. <laughs> Oh, well. Great stuff. Yeah, it was good. Any more any more favorite debuts you want to share, anybody? Yeah, come on, We're on a pretty man. good roll here. We're on a pretty good uh, roll here. Malachi I'm Black. trying to think of one. Uh, I remember the debut. Uh, I remember the debut in, uh, what was it? You're not going to win, Steve. Oh. Go go ahead, Steve, and then I'll then I'll tell about this debut. Yeah, um, Malachi Black on uh, AW Dynamite. That oh, was pretty great. Absolutely, absolutely that was awesome. good one. That was awesome. 
That was awesome. That was awesome. That was pretty amazing. So they they had the lights go out during the Cody during the Cody match, and then uh, later on, you know, Malachi uh, kicking Arn Anderson and Cody. That was such a cool moment. And then going, oh, yeah. know, making his way to the back. That that was pretty awesome. And and plus he he dropped that uh that short film video. Uh, the devil made me do it like that that same day. So I should have known right then. That was really good. That was really good. That was well done. Did you guys see that? That that was pretty awesome. I I did see that. It was like, yeah. Pretty horrible. Yeah. I heard, I heard Buddy Murphy drop one like that too. In jail. Yeah. He got busted out of the asylum too. Probably the same by Buddy Murphy. Put it together. (laughs) <laughs> it probably was the same right? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, I'd like I know to last see, night uh, on Twitter. Uh, I was going to say, I'd like to see, uh, I'd like to see Buddy, uh, Buddy Matthews or Matt Silva uh, team up with uh, Alice Malachi and become like a tag team or a stable at some point. Maybe with Butcher oh, and Lee, no. they leave their race group. That would be really cool. They, yeah, yeah. That, gonna, yeah, they would have good good chemistry together. Right. I was going to mention, I know yesterday on Twitter that, uh, or I've seen it, that Scott DeMore said tune in tonight to Impact for Buddy Murphy's debut. I don't know what he was talking about. And then he said, he said uh, we're on our way to Braun for Glory, Easter egg. That's what he said. I'm looking at Impact right now, and I don't see Buddy Murphy and uh, hey, and hey, hey Brian. You know, here's a spoiler for yeah. you. Here's a spoiler for you. Easter is going to be yeah. in April. This, I this know spoiler. that Easter egg is here. You know, a mystery. <laughs> you know, like a hand. Yeah, I got. It. I'm just playing. But, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. Last night though, this was interesting on Wrestle Inc. Uh, Justin Labar had a good idea. That guy, uh, what's that guy's name, Steve, the, uh, the UFC guy, Dan, uh, what's his name? <laughs> you know, an AEW with Scorpio Sky, man? Oh, Dan Lambert? American yeah. Top, American he, top yeah, he was saying that he, Justin LeBar said, I got a great idea. He said, could y'all imagine if Dan Lambert walks out there and he says, hey, I'm tired of all you wrestlers. Now, here's somebody that will really demolish y'all, and he aligns himself with Braun Strowman. Hmm. What do you think, think, Velvet? What do you say? (laughs) He he said, uh, what if Braun Strowman teams up with Dan Lambert, the MMA coach that's been on Dynamite lately? Oh. That wouldn't be half bad. That 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 wouldn't be half bad to be real. To be honest, that wouldn't be a bad angle. I, I right. Uh, yeah. The whole thing is though he's got to, but he's got to run roughshod over everybody though. The right way, not yeah. the WWE way. The right way. Yeah. <laughs> 
to uh, Dan oh, yeah. Lambert. Dan Lambert is, is one of the best talkers in AEW. He's not even a wrestler. Like, he could have been a, a Jim Cornette, like, years ago by now. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, yes, I was saying that uh, Dan Lambert was like a Vince Russo or Jim Cornette without having him on the show. Because Dan Lambert just basically does all that talking just like they do, you know. Minus the Vince Russo accent. Minus the Vince Russo accent. Yeah, he doesn't have the Vince Russo accent. So. No, no, he don't have the New York accent. That was nice for him to put you over though. Joe, a couple weeks ago, when I, you know, mentioned you to him. That that, that was yeah uh, yeah yeah that big big ups big thanks to Vince. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. What about um, when ECW made their like WWE debut? Remember that? In the nineties. Yeah. When they did like the run-in, I forget what match it was, but they lot some of the ECW stars came out of the crowd. It's funny. I think that's it was like on the original. That's the that's like the first yeah. amazing angle. Right. Right. It was it was February. It was February 1997. February 24th, 1997, I think, is whatever it is. Right. Yeah. It was uh, raw from the Manhattan Center. Mhm. I remember Brian Gilman making his ECW debut. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. That was, it was crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. They, <laughs> they made you believe. And, like, the, the fans that are smart, so to speak, are hard to, hard to predict Brian. And, like, Brian was acting like he was going to urinate in the ring. He... He looked like he was going to stab somebody. Shane Douglas looked like he was uh, like he was angry at Brian, and Brian was uh, talking about uh, Mark, like he was using the terminology and he was uh, the vocabulary, and he was saying like uh, comments like. Mark is the guy that believes that OJ didn't do it. It's just like very edgy material. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah, he worked everybody. <laughs> he worked everybody. <sighs> it, was trem- it was tremendous. Remember when uh, Ric Flair made his uh, WWE debut on uh, prime time? Nine- Bobby Heenan. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And they so missed the ball with him and Hogan at WrestleMania. Can you imagine? Oh, that would have been huge back then. I think a lot of, you know, honestly, I think a lot of uh, 
dream matches actually were were messed in WWE. Uh, you know because I remember uh, so you, you mentioned about uh, Flair and Hogan. You know the original plans for that WrestleMania were uh, Sid Vicious fought uh, Hulk Hogan. It's supposed to be Ric Flair against Hulk Hogan and Savage against Sid Vicious. At the last minute, this man changed it. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why. You know, so many dream matches have been like just let slip through the cracks. I mean, like uh, I know that they were saying Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. You know, that would have been a good feud. They were talking about doing that. Not again. <laughs> what are we saying? Damn, Brian. Brian, why'd you make him come out there and, and say damn to me? What the heck, man? I I don't I I, I don't know, Velvet. I don't know. Uh, you must have some kind of telepathy. <laughs> Tell me. He didn't just say that. He did just say that. What are you saying, Steve? The, um, yeah, uh, Royal Rumble 2000, uh, Taz's debut against uh, Kurt Angle. I think that was the great Oh, debut. yeah. That was. He got a that big was really pop. good. I, I think there was vignettes leading up to that. and uh, I think mm-hmm. it was in New York. So, like, the fans knew right. who he was. And, and he said something like the pop kind of killed him because it because he was already, like, made by ECW, but, I mean, as a debut in a vacuum, that was a, a good reaction. And plus getting the tap out Kurt Angle, choke him out, that's a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed their matches, as in Kurt Angle. Right. And that's a good one. And, uh, and Kurt, Kurt said that... Uh, he didn't have a problem working with Taz. Like I think there was backstage rumors that have been talked about over the years, but I think Kurt even said that he liked working with Taz and had no problem with him. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Remember when Brock Lesnar yeah. made his debut and he F5 uh, Rikishi? <laughs> Uh, I my mind, man. Destroyed. I remember when he destroyed the heart. It's like, he just destroyed Jeff and Matt early on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I can't Rikishi believe he took that car and hit Austin. I can't believe how agile Brock was earlier, like, when he was doing dark matches and OVW type stuff, he was able to do shooting star presses and land them perfectly. Oh, yeah. Freak of nature, man. <laughs> Just a freak of nature. What do you think about uh, Brock coming back for Roman Reigns at uh, SummerSlam? He looks like a Viking now. Looks great. He looks in great shape. Right? He really does. 
It's really good, man. I think, I'm psyched. I think it's rumored that it's going to be like a year and a half contract, and he might have around eight matches is what I heard. So it's interesting that it's already already rumors about his contract out there. But uh, it'll be interesting if we get Brock Roman and, and Brock Lashley at some point. Oh, I, yeah, I've been dying for Jimmy Lashley. I hope it's him at Lashley, man. I've been waiting for that one forever. <laughs> right. The only thing is, they, they said the USA Network is mad at WWE because Lashley, I mean, uh, Lester and Lynch are on SmackDown now. Oh, yeah. Stuff that I wanted to ask you all about, and uh, I was just wondering what y'all thought about this. And, I, you know, I hope they can get it worked out. You know, I don't know if there is a conflict or not, but do y'all think that CM Punk and uh, Colt Cabana can work out their differences now that they're in the same company? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, I think I think they're professionals. I think they'll, even if they're not friends, I think they'll be able to work together. I think there's definitely a match there that they can build to. I think they could use real life oh, yeah. for an angle, like, like Matt Hardy. Yeah. And, and uh, I think that could be a good matchup for a good opponent for Punk to beat, but have some real life conflict in, involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I'd like to see it. I don't know. I don't know why, but uh, I just have this Woo! funny feeling that <laughs> at All Out, during that women's battle royal, that AJ Lee's going to debut. I don't know why. I know Britt Baker. So that would be a good fight. Yes, he, oh, yeah. Yeah, I would like to see the great kind of uh one of the women wrestling legends in the take on Brit Baker. That'd be really cool. Who would, you, yeah. who would you guys pick? Thor. I would, I would go way back there, and I would pick uh, Bambi. Oh, that'd be interesting. We're picking a girl for what? Uh, Britt Baker, the champ. Oh. Uh, a, a, a oh, women's to, wrestling. To wrestle? Oh, oh yeah. Good. Oh, good lord. I love Chris Statlander. She's my favorite wrestler in uh, AWE. Um, yeah, yeah, she's really good. I'd like yeah, to see. I said on a, a show earlier, I'd like to see Abaddon against Holiday. Uh-huh. I would like to see that. Because Holiday's in Ring of Honor. Right. 
what about Mickey James and um, Britt Baker? Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be... Yeah. Or or what's the well, who was the one that's back now that's up there that? Uh... What about uh, Camille versus Britt Baker? Oh yeah. There's a, who just came back oh, to and is yeah. working in TNA. That Melina. Melina. She Mo- got, yeah. 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 Ooh, I like, oh, I like to see on. her too. Uh-oh. Hold on, Deanna, Deanna Perrazzo, in fact. I oh, think absolutely. That would be good, yeah. That would be good, Deanna uh, Perrazzo. Yeah. What about Charlotte versus Britt Baker? No, that's that's the forbidden door. Exactly. Yeah. And Drade did say he wanted the whole family over there. Mm-hmm. You just made the list! Oh, crap. I didn't make the list. I wasn't doing anything. It's all Brian's fault. Uh, amazing, Bill. I don't know how to tell you this, but I, I, you know, earlier you were mentioning that you and Ricky Starks were dating again. Well, I yeah, tweeted we out to I tweeted out to Will Hobbs on Twitter, and he replied back to me, and he said, "You tell that amazing Velvet, I'm coming to slam him." I got heat. All right, bring it on. That was on Twitter. I'm a fine that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's upset with you. Will Hobbs is. Really? Yeah, he said he's going to slam Amazing Velvet. I'm going to tell him to come on. I ain't got all day to wait. <laughs> Forever. 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 It's funny you played that show because I was actually thinking didn't um, didn't Terry Funk debut in WCW in '89 and when he attacked Ric Flair? Yeah, Paul dragged him on the table. Yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah, right after we won the title from Ricky Steamboat. Yep, sure enough. That was innovative. Like, uh, I love that guys like Terry were the pioneers, hardcore and deathmatch, but he could work a, any wrestling match. Him and uh, Mick. And uh, doing doing that, I was ever on the table, that was new for, you know, audiences back then. Yeah, I'm looking at his tweets. I don't see it there, Brian. Gotcha, amazing, Velvet. <laughs> I ain't tweet to him. <laughs> Come on, you should have. You hmm. and Ricky Stark are not dating. For crying out loud, he yeah! back in March of this year, he actually he actually asked uh, the actress uh, Zendaya out on a date. That don't mean nothing. Well, I knew. 
after Survivor Series, but I'm pretty sure he faced Mario before uh, that Survivor Series match. Now, I'm going to post it. Be quiet. I'm going to post it on mine now because I sent that directly to him. Okay? (laughs) I went directly to Ricky Starks. And now I'm putting it out in the open on mine right now. You big doofus. It don't matter. It doesn't matter if you can't find it, you jabroni. Uh... Yeah, the Twitter yeah. world. I see it. It Ooh. says the amazing Ooh. velvet thinks Ricky Starks is hot. I just seen it. You're such a Oh my. Dippity do not. No, Steve, yeah, what, what are you gonna say? What, 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 you, what you gonna say, Steve? Uh, okay. Shinsuke Nakamura is the same as in NXT. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be that might still be his best WWE match, I think. Like that was a great first opponent for Nakamura and Sami Zayn. Uh, Sami Zayn left NXT. Oh. Right, right. Oh, so excited. Yeah, you're not Nakamura. even following me, uh, Amazing Velvet. I am following you because when I hit it, it would have well, said okay, unfollow listen, you. Listen, Mr. Hollywood, Chaz, Steve, and Stro are, but you're not. I don't even, even Jesse is. You're not listening to what I'm telling you. Listen to what I'm telling you. You're not listening to me. No, I'm looking at you right now. WSC Lounge with your picture. It says, Brian, AEW soap opera fan, CEO and host of the WSC Lounge. I says I'm following you because if I hit following, I can hit it and unfollow you. Dude, what? <laughs> what is your name on here? Is it David Key? Is it Care Daddy? Oh, oh, my God. Are you <laughs> dipshit or what? Listen, David Kerr, it's Kerr Daddy 99. Yes, and it says sending. Let me send you another request. Oh, my God. Now I just get it again. Let's see if you get it. <laughs> hey. I okay. What you got, Steve? Now you got it. No, I already had it. The amazing velvet thanks Ricky Starch is hot. Okay, I'm going to retweet that. Oh, I can't retweet it because your tweets are protected. <laughs> no. No, I well, did it I'll twice. Just, I did it well, twice. Well, I just tagged him. There you go. What were you saying, Steve? What what debut you got? Sorry. Scott Hall, WCW 1996, when he invaded Nitro. And that kind of started NWO. Yes. Oh, man. Broke up a match, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. You know who I am, Mm. but you don't know why I'm here. That was a pretty cool promo moment. That really was. Angelina, Angelina Love is facing Max the Impaler this weekend. Mm, nice. That's a big gal, that Max the Impaler. Mm-hmm. 
May 20th. Oh, yeah. Next. Anyway. Yigs. Oh, man. We're having fun. And nobody's listening oh. to us except for oh, Brian. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, you got the, speaking of Angelina Love, uh, the Beautiful People debut. Oh, yeah. That was hot. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was hot. I'll be right back. <laughs> Why? Where are you going? Ricky Stark's calling you? Brian's <laughs> 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 got next. Right. No. Remember All the right. Adrian Street debut? Adrian Street debut with uh, Mid Atlantic Wrestling Championship. And he, yep. he started. To, yeah, he started to feed with Jimmy Valiant. That was great. And that uh, was Valiant, so funny. Jimmy Valiant kept bringing chocolates and flowers to Miss Linda. And yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Adrian Street smacked. Smack Jimmy Valiant with a glove full of rocks. <laughs> oh my! Oh, that's tremendous. Okay. That was a blast in the past. What about Kevin oh. Owens' debut? Kevin Owens' debut. Kevin Owens' debut. Yeah, that was good. Kevin Owens' debut on Raw, right? He beat up Cena, powerbombed him. That was, I love. That's right. I saw Owens in the Ring of Honor in 2013 before he left, so it was kind of cool getting to see him in that in WWE taking out John Cena, their top guy. So I was definitely rooting right. for Owens. Right. Right. That was a good one. Um, what about uh, John Moxley, Double or Nothing 2019, when he uh, attacked Kenny Omega? After oh, that, yeah. Uh, they had the brawl, the big brawl that night. Yeah, there was a big stage slam, too, off the uh, mm-hmm. poker chip. Crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. That was good. Well, <laughs> you got any more velvet? Well, still I can only say I can I can I can only I can only say one thing, baby. I gotta shake. Yeah. I gotta shake it. <laughs> you gotta shake it. <laughs> Norman Smiley with the wiggle, baby. Oh yeah, I like Norman, Norman Smiley. He was a good worker. He was a good worker. Yeah, he, I, he I was a good worker. Awesome, awesome. And everybody dude. gave him a bunch of crap, so you know what he did? This is the funny part, though, and you should know this because you've been around him. Okay, I'm back. Oh, yeah. The funny part was they were had no direction for him. All that stuff that he did with, like, the, the baseball catcher's uniform and then the little shoulder pad, all, he did all that. He kept himself oh, relevant yeah. on TV. Because they yeah, had no he direction. He goes, well, screw this. We're going to have fun then. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. That was smart on his part to stay on television, get it, that paycheck. It, it really was. It really you was. Know? And a lot of a lot of these guys today won't know that. 
I mean, come on. That's, you know, that's how you know that's how Conan got himself over when he was with the Wolfpack because uh, he yep. kept putting his face he kept putting his face in the camera, in the camera. every time he looked at him. He and and finally they had, he had no they had no he was over because his face literally was all the time in the camera. He knew uh-huh. exactly where that camera was at every time. Oh, of course. Yes, he did. He was a smart. Listen, he was a very smart guy. He's not dumb. Mm-hmm. And oh no! Before he got before he got injured and then later got sick, he was one hell of a wrestler. One mm-hmm. hell of a wrestler when he made his debut. Yep. Man, I'm yeah, like, God, they got this guy out of Mexico. He came in like bam, bam, bam. Let's go. You're like, holy crap! He he had more energy than everybody in the building when he first showed up. Uh, in uh, oh, WC- yeah. uh, what, you know, in WCW, he came a fistful of fire, man. He I love it. In soap I love rock. when Conan. He mm. was in soap operas and everything down in Mexico. Conan was. Now he was a big star. I didn't mm-hmm. know how cool was yeah. it that Ric Flair? How cool was it that Ric Flair attacked Conan on Triple Mania recently? That was cool. Him and Andrade doing stereo figure fours, man. At, at tri- uh, yeah, that uh, was funny. Mania. That was awesome. He still can throw a mean punch, too. See the punch he threw? Man, that punch was pretty sweet. Flair's punch is really nice. He can throw a good punch when he wants to. Hey, what about... Uh, uh, Finley's debut in 1996 when he attacked Regal while Regal was having Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved their feud, man. Oh, God. The matches they had from then on out. Oh, my goodness. Everybody from the back, the monitors, everybody was like on the edge of their seat wanting to watch these two go at it. Finley and Regal. Yeah, I loved his uh, 3D work as well. And they even they even fought there ten years later. But um, yeah, very intense. That uncensored '96 match is is a great part of the series. What about bum, the gold bum. dust debut? The gold dust oh, debut. Oh yeah. Cool. That was pretty awesome. Yes, and the debut of Shattered Dreams. <laughs> yes, yes, that was good stuff, man. Dustin God, it was home good run stuff. Yes, oh it was. my gosh, he didn't want to do it, and then he did it for so long and got so good at it. And then when you, once it got, when he was coming to the end of that, he was like, he was just he was phoning it in. But I mean, that was a good character for him. Kept him relevant. Kept him in the business. I know he had mm-hmm. fun doing some of it. I'm sure there's some drag parts of it that you're like, uh But still, for the most part, it kept him relevant and kept him on TV for quite a while. You sure did. Yeah, uh, I was reading up just to, just to check the date. Uh, he did have a debut match with Marty Janae in your house for, it was October 26, 1995. And then uh, he also defeated Bam Bam Bigelow. And uh, Bigelow's last and, and Survivor Series. So, um, yeah, 
I think uh, Goldust is, is pretty underrated. And his match, his match with Cody and AEW, that bloodbath match, that was great. Oh yeah, yes it was. I, that was really good. I I love both his Goldust work and his uh, natural work in AEW, and uh, he even went by Dusty Rhodes Jr. at one point early in his yep. career. Um, he's pretty great worker throughout and still moves pretty well late even in his recent years. Like he's like doing Canadian destroyers and code reds, like just <laughs> stuff I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Canadian destroyer. His um his work with Undertaker and his early Goldust persona, like that was some great stuff. And he's quoting Tombstone, oh. and he's just like, oh, yeah. playing Undertaker and Mankind, attacks Undertaker, and that casket match is awesome stuff. Yeah, it was. I love the tag team he did when he uh, teamed with Booker T. Oh, those two together were amazing. Yeah, him, it's funny, like, Goldust, he's got all these, uh, he's got these partners, he's got, oh, just to be funny, I, I just noticed he's got a lot of black friends. It's just hard not to notice. Like, Cedric Alexander, R-Truth, Booker T. He, he's, like, a good tag team guy. And he's always funny in, in, in the uh, scenes that he does. Like, I, I still uh, find it funny how R-Truth, I think, on him in a bathroom stall. And Gola's just, just <laughs> sitting. <laughs> he's, he's, like, uh, he's standing... He's like crouched on the toilet seat. His foot fell in the toilet. Just so random and funny. That's funny. <laughs> and like when he would uh, imitate other people, like he had like a he had face paint like the Rock. He like man feels like the Rock. Yeah. He uh, he had a crazy phase in the Attitude Era. <laughs> he um. He even imitated Dusty at one point. He went by the artist formerly known as, so he he did like a Prince gimmick with that. Yeah. Just, he had so many interesting mm-hmm. uh, gimmicks with Goldust. <laughs> he, he was, but he was so good at it, man. Oh yeah. You know, he made the most uh, of it, and he made money. When he came, when he was doing the cinephile stuff with uh, R-Truth when he was like being a movie like expert like when he was directing his own like he had his own cameraman like I thought mm-hmm. that like when he went back to his roots I thought that was I thought that should have lasted longer to be honest when he was dealing with R-Truth when he was doing the uh, when he was doing the director uh, stuff with the cameraman <laughs> that was <funny. laughs> yeah uh, did did, did Brian get lost? Did Brian get lost no, trying to find? I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. There he is. There's Brian. Did, hey, Stro. Uh, did you? Yes. Did you hear? Um, you know, Edge. Like he was doing the Brood stuff, and I heard that Gangrel was actually going to debut on Dynamite this week in Milwaukee. Like Gangrel did a cameo at a pay per view. A while back, uh-huh. I think it was full gear. 
he was supposed to have a dynamite debut, and uh, because they they used the brood twice, they used the entrance. Like they had to go a different direction, but I, I, they bring a Gangrel back, maybe at like uh, All Out or, or sometime after that, because it'd be kind of cool to have Gangrel versus Sting or or Gangrel and Christian team up or against each other. In the that would be cool. Or even Gangrel versus Aleister Black. Oh, yeah, Malachi Black, that'd be cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. Malachi Black. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be a good match. Good match. So, so you guys got any uh, plugs? You guys want to uh, go out there? Uh, plug, it's plug time, so have at it. Uh, it's plug time. Sorry, uh, before, I, before I plug, I want to mention that. AJ Styles Royal Rumble debut—that was a pretty. Yeah, good we one. mentioned that. We mentioned that earlier in the podcast. Yeah, that that was that was big. I thought that was really big. Oh, AJ. I was really excited to see him pop up there and get that reaction. So, but yeah, um, uh, plugs if anybody has them. Uh, yes, sir. I've got. Go, I got. Go I got ahead. one plug, and then I got uh, some. Serious, serious uh, missions. Uh, the one plug I got, I, I want to promote that uh, at AEW All Out in Chicago, Illinois, it will be Paul White versus QT Marshall with a special referee just signed to AEW a matter of three hours ago, the amazing Velvet. Terry did. <laughs> you so oh. Oh. Hey, Brian, Brian, if that's true, I'll be on TV. You know what I'm going to do to you? I'm going to wave at you and stick my finger up my nose. <laughs> okay. Uh, That'll be that for you, buddy. I, I appreciate that. Uh, the, uh, the neck uh, making... You know, first of all, I want to ask y'all to please remember my mom in your prayer. She went today to have her uh, yearly uh, echo on her heart, and she also had an echo on her uh, neck. She had the arteries in her neck. We go back next uh, Thursday on September the 2nd to get the results. Please pray that, you know, that she gets good news and that everything uh, is is okay with those uh, test and everything, uh, and also continue to remember me and your prayers. Um, you know, I'm I'm doing a lot better. I still I still have problems where uh, it don't happen every morning. But some mornings I wake up and my my pinky finger, my ring finger will be a little numb, and I'll have to rub my hand to get my feeling back in my finger after a minute or two to come back. Uh, and also, uh, let's not forget, please, everybody out there listening to this podcast, please pray for Cabal, uh, Afghanistan. There was a, uh ex- explosion today, two explosions. Uh, American forces were killed over there that, uh, you know, support this country and uh, fight for our country every day and also... Afghan people were killed over there, and 
just remember them in your prayers and they're going through a a time a, a very rough time and you know you know we're uh we're privileged to have the freedom that we have in this country and a lot of times you know we take things for granted the freedom that we do have but uh just pray that uh you know that, that God will comfort those families and uh you know he'll uh we're working out where we can get the Americans out of Afghanistan and help the Afghan people over there. And that's really all I got to. Uh, I don't really have anything to make except the amazing velvet thing and the prayers. But, uh, <laughs> that's, that's all. <laughs> Come on, buddy. All right, Pro Wrestling Interviews every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Block yeah. Talk Radio. Uh, I don't have a guest yet. I've asked three people. I'm hoping to have the guest pinned down by tomorrow. Um, I need to talk to Steve about that, too. Papa Stroh, need to talk to you about a booking in September. So when we get off okay. of here, uh, we get off of here, I'll call you. So with that right. said... Uh, what do you got going on the rest of this week, sir? Oh, well, uh, thank you for asking, actually. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, the Stroh Zone at midnight Eastern Standard Time on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stroh the Maestro. And our feature tomorrow night is going to be Crash of Moon from the 50s, so please tune in. Cool. Cool. Uh, so, uh, guys, it's been great. I like I've, it. I've had a blast, had a blast tonight. Uh, this is a great time. You guys make the show as always. I mean, there wouldn't be a WCW retro without you guys for sure. So, I mean, thank you guys so much Dad. for calling and calling anytime. Bring, bring your friends. Yeah, bring 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 friends, fam. Whatever you want to bring, you know, invite as many people as possible. Let's make it a party. Each and Thursday, man. Love it. And uh, yep. we'll have another, another cool topic to discuss next week for sure. But uh, cool, li- listeners, listen in uh, that would like to check check on the archives. Go to VOCNation.com, Look for WCW Retro and Greatest Debuts for tonight's uh, show. And you guys be yes, good to yes. yourselves each other. Have a great rest of the week and weekend. God bless you all, and we'll see you next Thursday. And uh. We'll, we'll close out with some NWO. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> this is for you, Granny. Happy, too happy, sweet. Uh, too sweet birthday for you. Yeah. <laughs> and Malcolm, this is for you, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, Malcolm, we miss you, man. You guys, take care. All right.